I'm Kate Trinko, and this is the Daily Signal Top News for Friday, October 13th. Here are today's headlines. It looks like Congressman Jim Jordan of Ohio might be the next Speaker of the House. It's been more than a week since California Republican Representative Kevin McCarthy was ousted from his position as Speaker of the House. As you'll recall from our Wednesday show, Louisiana Republican Representative and House Majority Leader Steve Scalise secured the GOP nomination in a vote of 113 to 99, defeating House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan. However, Scalise announced last night that he was dropping out of the race for the speakership. Let's listen to some of Scalise's remarks from Thursday evening via C-SPAN's X page. I just share with my colleagues that I'm withdrawing my name as a candidate for the speaker-designee. If you look at over the last few weeks, if you look at where our conference is, there's still work to be done. Uh, Our conference still has to come together and is not there. There are still some people that have their own agendas, and I was very clear, we have to have everybody put their agendas on the side and focus on what this country needs. This country is counting on us to come back together. This House of Representatives needs a speaker, and we need to open up the House again. But clearly, not everybody is there, and there's still schisms that have to get resolved. I never came here for a title. I've had some great titles. I'm the majority leader of the House, and I love the job I have. I've had big challenges in my life. I've been tested in ways that really put perspective on life, really the 2017 shooting, when I didn't know if I was going to make it out alive, taught me what's important in life, and that's my family, my faith, and I'm blessed beyond belief. I have absolutely Uh, all the right perspective, and I still have a deep, deep passion for making sure we get our country back on track and get our conference fixed again. Uh, But there's some folks that really need to look in the mirror over the next couple of days and decide, are we going to get it back on track? Are they going to try to pursue their own agenda? You can't do both. And I think we're going to get there. I was very clear in that room uh, that ultimately we We have to come together for the country. Georgia Republican Representative Austin Scott announced today that he would be running against Jordan for the speakership. However, during a secret ballot vote today, Jordan won the nomination for House Speaker against Scott. Jordan won 124 votes from Republicans, while Scott won only 81. Jordan now has to secure 217 votes on the floor of the House to become the next House Speaker. Stay tuned. Yesterday, the United Nations said Israel gave notice that all civilians living in northern Gaza should evacuate to the south within the next 24 hours. The statement from the Israel Defense Forces reads, Civilians of Gaza City, evacuate south for your own safety and the safety of your families, and distance yourself from Hamas terrorists who are using you as human shields. There are about 1.1 million people living in northern Gaza and Palestinians were seen traveling south today, both on foot and in vehicles. Video from NBC News shows cars full of Palestinians traveling south, with people even sitting on the hoods of vehicles as they fled. The warning to evacuate northern Gaza is believed to be an indication that Israel is about to launch a ground invasion on Hamas in Gaza. 
Earlier today, the Israel Defense Forces told Fox News that its infantry forces and tanks had entered the Gaza Strip to conduct localized raids, and Israel has amassed forces along its border with Gaza. About 1,300 people were killed in Hamas's attack on Israel on Saturday. We know that Americans were among those killed, and we learned today that 15 French citizens were also killed in the attack. Americans are also believed to be among the some 150 people Hamas took hostage from Israel. President Joe Biden spoke on the phone today with the families of the 14 Americans still unaccounted for, who are believed to have been taken hostage. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby told reporters that the president conveyed directly to these families that they have been in his prayers and reaffirmed for them that the United States government is doing everything possible to locate and bring home their loved ones. Rescuing the hostages is an incredibly difficult task, given that they are being held in a densely populated war zone. Right now, aid remains cut off from Gaza until the hostages are released. In other Israel-related news, Missouri Republican Senator Josh Hawley says he hopes the Justice Department will investigate who is funding anti-Israel protests on college campuses. Hawley made the comments during an interview with Fox News' Sean Hannity last night. Let's take a listen via Fox News. Let's start with our colleges, our universities. We had a debate on this show last night, Senator. Uh, We had Cornell West and Alan Dershowitz debating this issue. Cornell West mostly agreeing with the Harvard groups, all 31 of them, on the issue of blaming Israel and Israel only. Uh, and, and he said they just needed to be more nuanced. And I'm like, we're talking about supporting terrorists. How is it that, you know, a prestigious university like Harvard uh, could, be so, could, could have students this, frankly, dumb and ignorant makes me want to send my kids to a state school any day over that institution. You know, and, and that same institution, Sean, as I recall, was quick to fly the flag of Ukraine over Harvard Yard. But now, when Israel is under attack, their terrorists are murdering children, cutting off the heads of babies. They want to wipe Israel off the face of the map. Let's be honest. They, want to, they would kill every Jew in the world if they could. That's what these terrorists want. And to be silent in the face of that or to celebrate it as these crazy student groups are doing? What I want to know, Sean, is who's funding these student groups? I hope that the DOJ is investigating where the money is coming from. Are there terror groups who are part of of these networks who are infiltrating our campuses? I mean, this is crazy stuff that we're seeing on these campuses. And for these administrators to have their hand out to take federal money, taxpayer money, and at the same time be silent or silently condone this kind of terrorism is just, it is grotesque. Our colleagues Mary Margaret Olihan and Christian Lasval were on the ground at George Mason University on Thursday and George Washington University on Tuesday covering pro-Palestine protests supporting Hamas terrorists. Mary Margaret reported earlier this week that video footage captured by the Daily Signal team shows the leader of the group on Tuesday night chanting various pro-Palestine and anti-Israel slogans into a megaphone, including Zionism has got to go, Intifada, Intifada, which is Arabic for uprising or rebellion, and from the river to the sea, Palestine will soon be free. During Thursday's protest, Mary Margaret shared a video on X of pro-Palestine students chanting, smash the settler Zionist state. Finally today, law enforcement is on high alert today because Hamas designated today, Friday, as a day of general mobilization to support jihad waging Gaza in Israel and around the world. 
The statement from Hamas also urges those outside Israel to mobilize in solidarity with our Palestinian people. Israel's National Security Council and Ministry of Foreign Affairs warned of the risk of attacks on Israelis and Jews. They said, The Hamas leadership has called on all of its supporters around the world to hold a day of rage and attack Israelis and Jews. It is reasonable to assume that there will be protest events in various countries that are liable to turn violent. The statement urges Israelis abroad to be alert, keep away from the demonstrations and protests, and, if necessary, check with local security forces regarding possible protests and disturbances in the area. A 20-year-old Chechen migrant in France's extremist watch list allegedly stabbed a teacher to death and wounded two others in a suspected terror attack Friday morning. The NYPD were out in the city in force today given New York's large Jewish population. There have been pro-Palestinian protests in New York this week and other cities across America, but there have also been rallies in support of Israel. And one that caught many people's attention earlier this week was when 5,000 Catholics offered Mass for Israel, then led a large Eucharistic procession through the streets of New York City. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us Monday morning for the Daily Signal interview edition. Samantha Asheris will be sitting down with Karen Anderson, the founder of Freelancers Against AB5, and a participant in a recent Heritage Foundation panel discussion. She'll discuss what AB5 is, the number one takeaway she wants listeners to know about it, and if any action is being taken to reverse the 2019 law. Also, please make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great night. We'll be back with you Monday morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.